Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by KPMG. At KPMG, innovation is the go-to state of mind. Their visionary thinkers and advanced technology help you see beyond the now, uncover new insights, and turn them into opportunities. KPMG can help you leverage the value of data and drive transformational outcomes through innovation. To explore their thinking, go to kpmg.us. everybody welcome hello. back to hello uh, everybody <laughs> hello yeah. welcome back to uh, a king of the hill rewatch podcast i am mike and i'm rusty rusty we are at season two episode four already yeah yeah i know it's, it's, crazy, it's moving right? along yeah it's crazy i think so so I, yeah. uh i want to um and and i haven't told you about this but no this I'm is gonna, all yeah, out this of the is, blue here oh, is, i like this i like this, this cutting edge com- stuff this is completely out of the blue here uh a guy sent me a message the other day and i'm looking here to try to find okay. his name um he he likes our show oh cool and he likes our show better than the other king of the hill shows which i don't think there are any but uh well, there, there, there was there was <laughs> there's some there's some still releasing I, episodes but i'm, I'm just not gonna sure. pretend like there aren't any. okay but um uh he sent me a message and boy i'm having trouble finding it but uh anyway let me give you the the um the gist of this message okay the gist of this message is um i like your show i listen to it when i'm walking uh, but you guys miss some things. 
you don't necessarily get everything right all the time. And so at this point in reading this message, there are one or two ways that I could react. I could either be like, screw you, get out of here. You know, we're doing our own thing. Or I could be like, oh yeah, really? What, how can, how can we help? You know, how can, how can we do better? Yeah, for sure. And so I responded that way with, uh, I'd love for you because he, he offered to put together kind of a document for us to, uh, validate some of the facts. Okay. And so what I'm telling you is I believe we have a uh, producer in the midst of our listeners okay. who is going to be kind of a fact checker for us. Um, okay. I wish I could find that message because I would love to call his name out right now and tell you exactly who he is, but I can't find it. Well, that's great. Any help? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I think that any help is good help. Honestly, oh, any help is good help. Absolutely. Yeah. That, and I mean, I, uh, and the guy really cared about the fact that we get it right. And I, so I, I, he might have better totally. information or he might actually yeah. have the D cause I don't have the DVDs and the DVDs do have a lot of extras hey, and I'm totally yeah, down so, with it. I'm, I mean, I'm, I think I'm working with be... the material that we have. Hulu doesn't have all the in-depth dive on it. No, so. no. So I, I am really looking forward to getting that first one. Uh, sir, if you will send me another message, I would appreciate it because I can't find that one. Uh, and maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe I'm losing a bunch of messages, but, uh, anyway, we want to thank everybody for listening. And, yeah, absolutely. um, if you've got something to, uh, to tell us or tell us that we're doing something wrong, super happy to listen and, uh, take any and all, uh, feedback. But, uh, anyway, dude, reach out to me again <laughs> because we would love your help. Oh, absolutely. So we are on season two, episode four. This is Halloween. Halloween. Uh, obviously a, a uh, Halloween episode. A Halloween episode, a holiday episode. October uh, 26th, 1997. Yeah. So uh, we start uh, Tuesday, October 28th. Uh, that's where this episode starts. And uh, this episode is one of those that... Um, it starts differently than you've seen on any other episode. Like it's an overhead shot. Yeah. So the one that it brings back to mind to me is the original one where they start by working on the, they're working on the truck. Yeah. They show the with. neighborhood or yeah, whatever. It kind yeah. of feels like that one, you know, but it is nighttime. And, uh, what we see is somebody drawing an outline around somebody like, like somebody's dead on the ground. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, we find out uh, once the chalk goes around his face that it is Dale. He uh, Dale's laying on a piece of wood, and Hank has been tracing him with chalk to to do a body outline. Yeah, and he's got his cigarette in his mouth still. <laughs> right, and so uh, they're afraid that it looks like that the guy died with his tongue, tongue sticking, sticking out. Yeah, because of the <laughs> that's cigarette. That's right. That's right. Uh, he's and Dale's like, uh, let me try again. I can look deader. No way, man. Which is <laughs> dead is dead. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they. Uh, we're talking about uh, Hank building basically a haunted house for the school. Yeah, he says he's the general contractor he of the is school's the haunted house. Contractor. We've yeah. got Boomhauer up uh, being hung uh, in the garage at the same time, and he yeah. uh, he starts uh, uh, griping about the fact that he's been in that harness for a very long time. Yeah, he's uh, talking about a dang old wedgie city up here, man. <laughs> dang old wedgie city. Well, yeah. it's a small price to pay, Boomhauer. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, Hank goes on to talk about how he's the school's haunted house uh, general contractor. And it uh, it's his responsibility to bring the job in on time. Under, under budget, budget and over scary. Over scary. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, you know, 
And then Bill, yeah. yeah Bill, <laughs> Bill, Bill picking comes his in. ass. Bill comes in and says, you know, it's a dang soul thing. I got a, I got a wedgie My too. Myself too, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Bill is talking about his wedgie with a axe sticking out of his head, which is wonderful. Uh, and then we hear Peggy calling for Hank. Uh, Tell her it's dinner, dinner time. time. I'm yeah. stirring in the cheese. She's powder. stirring <laughs> in the cheese now. So, yeah. But uh, Hank's like, uh, "Hey, Peg Leg, can you come out here and give me a hand?" And and you know, all the guys are kind of like giggling and going off to the side or whatever. And so they want to um, try it out on Peggy. Yeah, and see try to get a, get a gotcha moment from her. Right. And so uh, he's like, "Hey, Peg Leg." And I, again, I love when he calls her Peg. Yeah. Leg. Hey, Peg Leg. Can you come out Peg here? I want you to help me with something. And then he shoves a witch in her face, and everybody's laughing. It hits her with a gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah, it gets her. And uh, she's like, <laughs> "It took a year of my life off. Take a year of my life off." <laughs> Off, which just sounds so weird how she said it. You're off of you're off of my life. That's right. And you know we find out that that Hank really wants to uh, give Bobby the same kind of Halloween he had when he was a kid. Yeah, and then he he kind of reminisces a little bit about it too here here in the. Uh, oh, I guess it's further down. He's gonna he's gonna scare the pants off the kids, is what he says. Yeah. Right. And then he he talks about having the perfect Halloween, uh, just like when he was a kid. And then we go into a flashback again of the boys as uh, as kids. Kids all dressed up. Hank yeah. is Hank is wearing his his uh, little his devil outfit, goofy little devil suit. Yep, and he's running up and down the streets, and then they they end up at this lady's house. Well, if you look too at uh, Boomhauer, Boomhauer's is funny because it's not a white sheet; it's a sheet, right. but it's got That's flowers right. or it's, something. It's like, like a flower it's like pattern. A, it looks like a seventies, yeah, like <laughs> right. a seventies pattern. And then also Dale uh, dressed up kind of like a hippie. Yeah, he's got he's got the tie dye shirt and the piece thing on his head and all that stuff and then bill for some reason is a convict so yeah yeah i don't i don't know <laughs> not real sure what's going on there but yes boom hours is my favorite because of the flowers on the yeah, sheet and, and the dang old boom man yeah and so <laughs> the lady opens the uh opens the door and uh of course uh boom is talk about a dang old dang dang boo yeah. And then Dale, as a child, I just love these flashbacks, by the way. Yeah, I Dale, do too. Dale, as a child, is you like... You got any candy cigarettes? Candy yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, we move on to uh, them only getting one piece of candy, and they're they're very upset about the fact that it's only one. Um, And then we see the boys out doing some pranks. Yeah, but this is the funny thing about the pranks. So they do the pranks, and they egg the house, and they toilet paper it, and then the last thing they say is, Dale's house is next. That's right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why the hell are you going to go? Like, he's right there with y'all. Y'all going to go you know, destroy his house? They're knocking down Hank's mailbox. I mean, it yeah. says hills on yeah, it. it says hills on it. Down. Yeah. yeah. But they're egging houses. They're toilet paper and everything, just like kids do on Halloween. They're shaving cream, uh, cars. Uh, they're doing all the stuff, and then you find out that they're doing their own parents' houses. Yeah, it's, so I guess it's safe really from getting sure. in trouble. So then we get back to Hank, and he's like, I think I'll go call my mom. You know? yeah. <laughs> I guess he feels bad about knocking her, her uh, uh, mailbox over. Uh, Which so, is really funny, because right after that, when they come back to, you know, you know, reality and there's mm-hmm. Hank. He kind of looks like he has like a look on his face where he looks a little ashamed. He's, he's yeah. almost like ashamed or tearing up like, or something. Oh, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. really talk. I yeah. can't really tell Bobby that. Yeah. Uh, then we go to uh, Peggy. Uh, she's inviting Luann to come on down to Megalomart with her because uh, they've got a special on. You buy two masks, they'll, they'll punch the nose, the nose holes in for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luann says she can't go because she is going to uh, a fellowship. youth fellowship meeting. Yep, a youth fellowship meeting. Uh, and then, um, we get, 
she says that uh, she's going to deliver hot meals to old people and, and then blow on and then it. Blow on them. Yeah, <laughs> that that's, killed that's me. my yeah, favorite that, part. That yeah, killed I'm me. Blow on them. I got a funny thing about this Dalmatian thing here. A little trivia question. Yeah, so we and, end up uh, with with Peggy and Bobby and Hank all at Megalomart, and they're trying to pick out Bobby a costume. Yeah, and he uh, he grabs the Dalmatian costume, which is kind of funny because at this same time, uh, Pamela Adlon, who voices Bobby. Uh, she was doing the voice on the Disney animated TV show, 101 Dalmatians, the oh, series. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if that, I, I mean, I, I'm, I I'm pretty imagine, sure. Yeah. yeah. She was doing the voice of a, a Dalmatian called Lucky, but I thought that was a cool fact. And, uh, our fact checker out there, uh, Heck yeah, man. Check y- those you're going to have to back me up on that. Cause I'm, right. I'm pretty sure that's the golden truth. <laughs> that's right. But, uh, so they are looking through these, uh, what, what is classic Halloween packaging to me? Those boxes that had the cellophane on the front of them, you know, and had oh, the with like the yeah, and it's got the uh, the 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 clip at the top that's black, like the black plastic piece that hangs. Well, even before that, they would put them in in cardboard boxes. Oh, okay. And the cardboard box had the cellophane on the front of it, so you could just see the mask and what was folded up behind it. Yeah, but we they just would all used, come uh, in these separate boxes. Yeah, now they just hang on. Those well, not for Halloween costumes. When I was growing up, it was whatever clothes that you didn't really fit. Any, I was a werewolf <laughs> one year, too. and yeah. like the pants were kind of flooding <laughs> so my mom just cut him into shorts and made him yeah. werewolf shorts yeah. and i'll just literally i was just like werewolf shorts i just had uh, mascara for hair on my yep. face and chest yep. and then my shorts were cut up with a little bit of blood on them yep. i was like go. seven <laughs> yeah my kids um i had a boy and a girl um and I, one year i did um i would go out all all the way on some of their costumes and one yeah. year my son he couldn't have been more than five or six, maybe eight at the most. Uh, he went as Leatherface, and oh, that's awesome. I'm telling you, I went to Goodwill. I bought him a wig, just like a black, you know, hair wig, and cut it all down, and then bought a uh, a rubber mask, but I cut it into pieces and then re-sewed it together. Oh wow, uh, went, that's awesome. <laughs> went and bought a uh, 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 an apron, stained it with fake blood. Um, and then bought a plastic chainsaw, beat it all up, spray painted it a little bit, threw blood on it, and all this stuff. Man, he looked that's like, awesome. He looked like a tiny little leather face. Yeah, <laughs> that's it was, great. It was really great. Uh, and my daughter that year, I believe, she went as an undead prom queen. Okay. Uh, and so she had a fancy dress, and she had dead roses, and a broken crown, and just looked like a zombie. Oh, that's know? awesome. It was, yeah. it was really yeah. That was that's one of my favorite Halloweens. But they are going through uh, all of these costumes in these boxes, which I love that part. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Hank is questioning what they're finding. How here. is a Dalmatian scary? Yeah. yeah. And then Peggy's like, well, they can bite you. They go right for, for the, the groin. groin. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but he's asking, you know, where are the monsters and the ghosts and the vampires and stuff? I see Elmo, Elmo Aladdin, and then Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. He's like, I don't even know what these things are. <laughs> Uh, so next thing we end up going, uh, over to the, uh, uh, the youth fellowship meeting, uh, where they also hold the CPR classes. Uh, and, uh, they're, they've got a special speaker in tonight and it's a new member of their church. It's really funny how they, they announce her though. They announce her as uh, a woman who has made herself or sorry, not a woman, but a member of our church who has made herself known in a very short time through a series of gutsy letters, complaints, and threats. (laughs) Miss Judy Harper, everybody. And I love the fact that she likes that intro. I mean, she, the look on her face, Uh, she loves it. And, uh, 
I didn't really hear it in her voice, so hats off to Sally Field for this. Yeah. For like the voice acting that's in this. Amazing that but that's amazing. But it, it's Sally Field yeah. for Juni Harper. And I, ne- I didn't hear it. I'm going to have to go back no, and I'm going to listen either. to it again to see if I can hear it at all. But yeah. uh, at first, uh, you know, I, usually you could hear who they are, but yeah, I really yeah, couldn't yeah. hear, hear I that I literally one. watched the, the end of this right before we started recording. And I would have never told you. No, that I would have never guessed. Field. It just doesn't sound. I mean, it sounds southern, whereas everybody else sounds mm-hmm. Minnesotan or something. Mm-hmm. They sound like they're from that that way. Yeah. But she sounded really southern, so I guess that that would be reminiscent of Sally Field's voice. She's got a very southern southern voice. So she says, "Hey, why don't we start things off with a little quiz?" This is Junie Harper speaking. Or I Sally hope it's Field. open yeah. Bible. And, yeah. And Lou Ann's like, "I hope it's open Bible." And uh, now she starts holding up pictures. She holds up a picture of a witch, and she says, can you tell me what this is? And Luann's like, a witch? She says, that's very good. What's your name? Luann Platter. She introduces herself. Uh, Luann, you answered that so, so fast. fast. Yeah, do you know any witches yourself? Do you yourself? know any witches yeah. yourself? Like yeah. we're in, like it's 1700 Salem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it does feel very much, very Red Scarish here. You know, she's, she's like, a, do you know any communists? Do you, yeah, uh, do you know any communists? <laughs> <laughs> but she asks her if she knows any witches, and, and Luann's argument is witches aren't real. And she says, yes, they are. They even have their own holiday. And then she quizzes them again. This is not a real hard quiz. But she quizzes them again and asks them, uh, you know, what October holiday is associated with witches, goblins, and Satanists? And uh, Luann, of course, answers Halloween. Luann's feeling really good about herself. Which is funny that Halloween really is, uh, I don't really, like, I know most of what we celebrate is, like, uh, commercialized Halloween, obviously. But the actual Halloween is called All Saints Eve. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think it has the same connotations as witches and goblins and Satanists. No, I as think it, it was a uh, druid holiday. Yeah, or a, yeah, it was a druid like thing. That. Yeah, yeah. I think it's where we get a lot of our stuff, but uh, that's for a different podcast. Uh, so uh, she is she is uh, quizzing all of these these kids that are sitting around. It's weird to me that that this youth group is full of so many uh, what look like adults. Yeah. You know, There's a lot don't. of adults in this youth group. It's a little sketchy. <laughs> they, seem, they seem a little old to be part of a youth yeah. group. But uh, anyway, she's telling uh, Luann how smart she is, and Luann's like, thank you for noticing, which is a weird way to respond to that. But uh, now we go back to uh, the Megalomart, and uh, boy, there is quite a line. Uh, there is a, a huge a line. line of people waiting uh, to check out. And uh, they, they, uh, uh, it's Hank and Peggy and Bobby there in line, and and uh, the the issue is that they still need a costume for Bobby. Yeah, uh, that's what Peggy says. And but at least we got our treats. And then Hank starts picking through the treats. You've got your Eat Wells and your sugar free low fat fun bars. Yeah. <laughs> and so he questions Peggy, you know, what what is this crap? And uh, he goes, it's it's Halloween. It's not. It's for trick or treaters. It's not for diabetics. Yeah. Peggy's like, well, I don't want to gain ten pounds like I did last year. And Bob, Bobby gets very defensive, extremely defensive. Like, so don't eat it. <laughs> Just yeah, leave, leave it there. there. No one said you could touch my candy That's anyway. Right. Nobody yeah. said you touch my candy anyway. So uh, we we get past that without a uh, costume for Bobby. Still, uh, we get back to the youth group with Junie Harper 
and uh, she's still quizzing people or telling people about uh, it feels like she's kind of preaching about Halloween at this point right? yeah and it's kind of weird what she says too because uh, she makes she, she <laughs> makes this big deal about Halloween being scary but I mm-hmm. feel like this youth group is more terrifying than anything that's on the streets on Halloween oh yeah so absolutely. she tells them that the ancient druids celebrated Halloween by eating babies by the light of their jack-o'-lanterns <laughs> and then they danced yeah and then they danced yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you dance why wouldn't after you, you eat a baby after by the, light of, a the by the sure. light of a jack-o'-lantern? Uh, and it's then customary. We, we are all the way at Wednesday, October 29th. And that's what I like about the show, too, is this is the first show where you have these, like, date, the shows like the date, like a setup yeah, for I the don't. day, by because they're going day by day on this episode yeah. through this whole saga with uh, Junie Harper. So I, I really think that's neat. I don't remember that being a thing, and I don't remember it being a thing going forward either. No, but it is uh, Maybe a very when cinematic Maybe she falls episode. out of the plane or something. Maybe that's a date thing. But I, I just don't remember there being dates on the screen like this. No, I don't either. Well, they, like I, I said, this is, is a very one. cinematic episode. And I think it's, and this one kind of... Uh, this is a very fact checker type episode. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know John Rice did this episode, <laughs> and he also did the the episode uh, Keeping Up with the Joneses, which yeah. I think two, those two that's episodes are both really... Yeah, the cigarette, cigarette episode, episode yeah. which they're both cinematic. I think these two episodes have a lot of like... That's true. Different angles and yeah. different different kind of stuff that they do yeah so uh hank is uh again we're we're all the way to wednesday now uh this is the 29th i believe right isn't that what i said yeah i think so and uh hank is is basically passing down the costume to bobby that grandma kept uh he's very happy that uh, grandma kept his old costume and uh it is that devil costume that we saw him in earlier yeah and hank is also <laughs> telling him and telling Bobby that is that uh, he had a little laugh that went along with this. Yeah, and then he does this cackle. <laughs> he does a, ha, 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 you know, that kind of thing. And then and then you get Bobby laughing, and it's um, not so much. It's not not quite the yeah, same it's, thing. It's more creepy than scary. Yeah. His dad says, uh, he says scary, and then his dad will goes, well, no, it was disturbing. <laughs> it was disturbing. Yeah, That's it was right. Disturbing. It was a little Bobby, more cringeworthy. But, uh, the boy ain't right. Um, now we get uh, Luann comes in, and she is all kinds of worked up. Which is weird to me because with the dates and everything, it seems like she was at church last night. Mm-hmm. Why is she worked up now? Maybe she came in late? Or, yeah, or maybe it this, just seems like this maybe is, she didn't have an opportunity to Luanne bring it up in conversation. doesn't seem like a person who can hold things in. No, she doesn't. She's yeah. not logical either, you know. So she <laughs> comes in. She comes in saying, uh, Uncle Hank, Aunt Peggy, I have terrible news. Halloween is a satanic holiday. It was invented by, by the, the Druish. <laughs> yeah, the Druish. No, honey, not Druish. The Druids. Yeah, Peggy, Peggy uh, corrects her does there. correct her. Uh, Hank is, is on the defensive immediately because Hank loves Halloween. Uh, he wants to know where he heard the garbage. Uh, she says, well, it's the truth. Uh, trick-or-treating is devil worship. And then he brings up, uh, she brings up Junie Harper. Junie Harper says so. Uh, Hank is like, no, it's just good, clean fun. It's got nothing to do with the devil. I don't want to hear any more about this or your foolishness and all that stuff. Uh, Which is crazy. You know, like, I couldn't imagine somebody putting me up in their house and then I come running in screaming about, oh, y'all are all Satanists. Y'all are doing this wrong. She's just crazy. <laughs> she is. She's very susceptible to people's influence. Or yeah. Junie anything, Harper says so. Anything somebody says, yeah, she is She is on board with it. Well, that and... Uh, 
whenever she's talking to, whenever like the way Junie Harper talks to her makes her feel smart yeah. and nobody else does. That's true. So she gets like this, you know, this sensation from that, I guess. One of my favorite scenes in this is uh, when Hank says something about it not being about the devil. It pans back to Bobby and he picks up the tail and looks at his costume. Yeah. And he's like, he's uh, like uh, I'm dressed yeah. like the devil. So <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a, a lot of those type uh, uh, moments in this one. Uh, and then Peggy, of course, is always a defender of, uh, of Luann. Uh, she comes back and says, uh, what's wrong with you? Somebody just, <laughs> someone put something exciting in her brain and she just wanted to share it or yeah. show it to us. <laughs> and so, uh, now we go back to Miss Junie Harper. She, uh, she loves her cat, by the way. Yeah. Loves the cat, like cat a cat lady. Joseph. Joseph the cat, of course, the 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 biblical name. Yeah, the biblical imagine. name. Yeah, and she uh, Luann is over there telling her, you know, how they don't believe her, and she's she's quizzing her. You know, um, they they just made me look stupid, and and Junie Harper's like, well, the, it's the devil, yeah. you know, because the devil always wants to make you look stupid or whatever, and that way he can get more influence on you or whatever. Whatever, yeah, <laughs> peddling influence. <laughs> it's easier for him to trick you. You know, you can't resist him. So uh, then uh, they they continue talking about that, and you can see that Luann is is really under the influence of this Junie Harper at this point. Uh, she she says, "Do you understand what I'm talking about here?" And she's like, "Well, I don't know." And she's like, "Satan be gone!" Yes. And she just shouts it out. And she's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, now I see it. Yeah, now I, I see. It. Well, it. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she sees it if somebody yells at her." Uh, but she she talks about how Satan's getting very popular these days, and that's why she is sponsoring a Hallelujah a House, Hallelujah House, which yeah. is a uh, righteous alternative to wicked haunted houses. It is a righteous alternative. Now I will tell you this, Rusty. I was part of one of these one time. Oh wow! I'm sorry. So Wait, uh, the part of a haunted house or a Hallelujah House? It was a hall- kind of a, a, kind hallelujah, of a hallelujah type house. house. Yeah, house. I don't remember what they called it, but it was sponsored by my church. And it was one of those things where uh, you go in and somebody's had an abortion or something like that, right? And mm-hmm. oh my god, you know, and they show it as scary or or whatever. Yeah. Here's what happened at that Hallelujah House, which I'll just call it that. Um, I don't know what we called it, but um, they buried a guy in the ground uh, so that he could kind of pop up out of the dirt or whatever. And they buried him a little too far. And he lost all his circulation. <laughs> oh, wow. To, like in the middle of this thing, this, they had to run out there crazy. and dig this guy up. Dig him up real fast. Yeah, they're like, scary. oh my God, he's You know, that's die. scarier than him popping <laughs> that's up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was a little frightening. The guy lost all his circulation and stuff. So Wow. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't That's great. insane. Yeah. yeah, no, I've never been a great part memory. of a Hallelujah house. Uh, not that I can remember. I remember there was always... Uh, Around Halloween, all the churches in the area, like those, some of the Baptist churches in the area, would throw something the same day as Halloween. You know, yeah. they'd call it a yeah. fall festival or something. Well, these these days they they're big on the trunk and treats. Trunk, you know? and, yeah, you got the trunk or treats, and then you got the fall festivals, yeah. and then you got the pumpkins yeah. and hay rides. Yeah, with yeah. you know the less spooky things. They always stuff tend for political to go correctness. with the 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 hay ride or the 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 um, uh, the. The pumpkin the carving, scarecrow oh, scarecrow, and the pumpkin carving, yeah. yeah, and stuff like that. What I, you know, what I really don't like, 
is when they have the pumpkin contest and they don't let them carve the pumpkins instead yeah. they just paint on them. You know what I don't like too? That's, that's yeah, I don't like well I don't well yeah, I agree with that. And then I don't like too when they pumpkin, when they say that there's going to be like tons of drugs in your kids candy. Yeah. I'm 32 years old and I'm still looking for candy with drugs in them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great clip right there. Yeah. That's your that, that's your clip from this show. There you go. I'm 32 <laughs> years old and I'm still looking for candy with drugs in them. Uh so Luann does the unthinkable and tells uh, Miss Junie Harper that Hank is running a haunted house down at, at the school. The school. And she's yeah. a heavy litigator. so She is a heavy litigator. Uh, we then go to uh, Hank and Dale working on a guillotine, and uh, they want to make sure they get the raise and the... the yeah, the uh, rise and run. Rise and the, the run, trough. correct, because he doesn't want any blood coming back at his severed head. It needs to go away from the severed head. That's right. Uh, and this is where we meet Principal Moss. This is uh, for the this first is time. the first time we've met Principal Moss. Yeah, this is the first Moss. Uh, what I love about sighting. what I love about Principal Moss over the years, Carl Moss, is we find out that he was a good friend of theirs. He was on the football team. He was this. He was that. Yeah, yeah. Know. He was. A, he was. He's, he's somebody they know. Yeah, he's them. somebody yeah. they know. He, yeah, he could be the fifth beetle. Yeah, out he could have been the, yeah. in the alley. Yeah. So he comes in, and uh, he, and he, you know the thing about Hank is he's always respectful to him, until he he can't be anymore. Yeah. You know, because there there does come a day when when he can't be respectful to Principal Moss because Principal uh, Moss turns into a, a doofus. Yeah, yeah, at one yeah, point. yeah. yeah. All, well, I think that's probably why they don't have him as the fifth beetle. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. So uh, he brings in uh, Miss Junie Harper. And uh, Junie Harper is saying that uh, there is a separation of church and state and that they can't have this uh, this uh, haunted house uh, unless they change some stuff up. And yeah. uh, You missed a joke real quick. Oh, uh, sorry. When uh, Principal Moss walks in, he tells Dale, he goes, well, this is a school. You have to take that cigarette, cigarette outside. And he goes, yes, sir. And then he goes, Jackass says what? <laughs> and then, of course, <laughs> Principal Moss says what? And then yeah. Dale does that dry laugh on the way yeah. out the door. Yeah, I, I don't know why Dale thinks it's okay to just smoke in the gym. He smokes anywhere. He really does. Like, if you notice in the show, it doesn't matter. He's around flammable. You got to think the guy works with flammable chemicals all day as a as a bug guy. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's a scene coming up that just floors me uh, with Dale um, when he gets a little scared. But, uh, yeah, she starts questioning uh, the skeleton. She uh, is talking about reading fortunes with casting of bones and things, yeah. uh, even though it's just a cardboard skeleton up on the thing or whatever. Uh, and then uh, she she takes a look at the witch and says, that's got to go because you can't have witches in these things. And, and Hank is basically at the point where he's like, I'm not taking any of this stuff out. I want these kids to have a real scary Halloween, um, you know, uh, and then uh, Miss Junie Harper uh, pops up with, uh, I'm thinking this whole House of Horrors is wrong, uh, and Bill's like, well, maybe we can we make, it a, make it a house of, of pancakes. pancakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just brainstorming him. Shut up, Bill. Shut up, Bill. Uh, and so, uh, Hank is, Hank is steadfast in this. He's at the point where he's like, we either do this haunted house the right way or I'm not doing it at all. And uh, says, what's it going to be? Yeah, we can't afford another lawsuit. They said uh, they blew the budget fighting wheelchair ramps and left-handed scissors. (laughs) Left-handed scissors. So (laughs) They do exist, though. As a left-handed human being, they do have scissors that feel better in your hand left-handed. Sure, and I can see that one, but... Who fights wheelchair ramps is, is my I don't question. Know. Well, I mean, if the, the, it's on the school budget. <laughs> uh, 
And so Hank is like, you know what? That's the way it goes. Then then Boomhauer, grab Hagatha. He's talking about the witch. Yeah, the witch, Hagatha. Let's get out of here. Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> then Bill pops up, well, kids sure do like pancakes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is a wonderful joke. Uh, and then we're back at the Hill House, and Hank is, you know, at, this is like a lot of the things we've talked about. It's just so touching because basically Hank wants to go all out because he's afraid Bobby's going to be a teenager next year and he's not going to go out and trick-or-treat anymore and he wants to do it one more time with his son you yeah, know, so and be with him and do all these things. So you know? now we're starting to get into like the moral part yeah, of the story yeah. and the whole, like, it's all starting to tie together. So it's never about Halloween. It's just about, for Hank, it's just about him being able to share something with his son. Right. He, he feels like his son is reaching this point where on Halloween he's going to want to go hang out with his buddies instead of being there with his dad. And I guess that's, yeah. uh, I haven't reached that that part yet in fatherhood, but I imagine that's a oh, it big so struggle. Yeah, yeah, I imagine that's a big struggle at being, at being a dad with a, a growing boy. Kids sure do love pancakes. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, I know mine does. So, uh, uh, we're yeah, again we're back at the Hill House and uh, it's Hank and Lou Ann and Peggy in there and they are uh, uh, Hank is going over how Bobby's going to be a teenager and he's not going to want to do this anymore. Uh, it's our last Halloween together. Junie Harper ruined it and all that. And honestly, Peggy being very supportive says, you know, there's nothing about uh, separation of church and garage in the constitution. <laughs> yeah. And so she gives Hank the idea. Let's Make just a haunted do a haunted house in the garage. Yeah. 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 Now Luann is quick to, to pipe up and she's like, no, uncle Hank, you can go to hell. <laughs> and so she's still worried about everybody going to, uh, to, to hell because they're participating in Halloween because Junie Harper said that a haunted house is the devil's mousetrap and fun is the cheese. Yeah, and he goes, Luann, just when I thought you said the stupidest thing ever, you keep talking. <laughs> Junie says I'm smart. That's what she says. So, Don't trick me into thinking I'm not. Yeah, so you can yeah, tell yeah, her yeah. anything, and she thinks that that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, and then Peggy, being the... She's got to keep it all simmered down. Yes, yes. For now, anyway. She's like, uh, number one, you know, Luann's not stupid, and Hank, uh, and neither is Hank's idea for a haunted house. You know, we can, you can have your haunted garage, and you can be smart. <laughs> That's one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorites from this. Yeah, can, I like that. You yeah. can be smart. It is uh, summertime here in Central Texas, and I don't know about you, but I am already sweating. Oh yeah, uh, I've got swamp ass and ball sweat <laughs> more than I know what to do with. And you know, yeah. if uh, if it wasn't for Ballsy and their products, Ballsy, I'm sure right now I'd be able to smell my own balls. So I'm really, yeah. really, Not you great. know, thankful for their products. Yeah, you know, your cleanliness uh, is a reflection of you, uh, especially below the belt. Uh, and you know, I, I, I think about cleanliness a lot because, like, I've I've got a beard. I've had one for a long time. You've got one. Um, but I never really think about taking care of my down under as I do my face. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think that a lot of people, you know, think about keeping their balls clean and fresh. No, I think that's a, a, a an endemic in uh, males is keeping our groin area clean. Yeah, because I mean, it's no secret that balls are prone to odor, sweat, irritation. So, so you need something like ballsy. Yeah. So guys, you need to upgrade your balls game with Ballsy. Yep. Uh, they've got quality, long lasting products formulated to keep you fresh, comfortable, and confident. And for me, yep. uh, I tried out the 
ballsy trimmer mm. uh, the beard the beard trimmer part of it i oh, shaved my okay. mustache with that's it. that's the cool thing it comes with both, both yeah heads. it comes with the, yeah, it comes with both heads so it's not like you have to use the same head on your face as you do your your intimate regions yeah your intimate regions yeah. so uh yeah they got your sack covered with a ball wash sack spray and more and i'll attest to the ball wash my balls have never smelled cleaner and felt fresher ever sure. in the entirety of my life so yeah i took uh, a i took a small uh sample of uh, friends and family and they said my balls smelled wonderful well that's good yeah, yeah. that's good my it, dog it told was me. uncomfortable after that yeah i'm still, sure it was, it was yeah. yeah so uh you know when you go to ballsy uh you can get uh different things like like you can take a quiz to see where to start uh they have a sack pack uh the sack pack has all of it uh it's yes, the, ultimate, the trifecta it is the ultimate trifecta of products specially formulated to take care of your most prized possessions which should be your balls and the big uh, thing is, is it is made right here in the U.S. of in A. In the U.S. of A. That's right. And and it always will be. Always will be. Or so tell the people at Ballsy. Or so says Ballsy. So and says they Ballsy. have over 200,000 currently satisfied customers with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you've got to give it a try. Yeah. There's no risks involved. Yeah. And the only thing that could happen out of this is clean, fresh balls. That's what I'm saying, right? So what you need to do is go to ballwash.com, put in promo code K-O-T-H, as in king of the hill. So ballwash.com, promo code K-O-T-H, and you'll receive 20% off your order of $50 or more. That's 20% off when you go to ballwash.com and put in promo code K-O-T-H. So says Ballsy. Balls. Balls. Looking to start a business? You'll need a registered agent to receive legal notices and documents on your behalf. Look no further than Universal Registered Agents. Our team of professionals will ensure you never miss an important document. And we can even help you form your business with services like entity formation and document filing. Plus, we'll help you switch to our service for a lower cost and pay the change fees. Trust Universal Registered Agents to help your business succeed. Contact us today to learn more. From the host of the popular podcast, The Only One in the Room, Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins is a propulsive and vivid memoir about the journey to sobriety and self-love amidst addiction, privilege, racism, and self-sabotage. Best-selling author Holly Whitaker calls it an irresistibly delicious story. And MacArthur Foundation fellow and best-selling author Kiese Lehman says Stash is emotionally riveting. Buy Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins now, wherever books are sold. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Rusty. Hey, Mike. Your dog deserves tasty, healthy, real food, not kibble. Don't give him kibble. No, I like to give my dog food that's created by a vet that exceeds all industry standards. There you Fresh go. dog food, stable life. Uh, sorry, a, a stable shelf life and affordable. Uh, this this food here, Sundays for Dogs, Mike. It's Sundays 40, for Dogs. It's forty percent less expensive Holy than leading fresh crud. brands. Yeah, and uh, you know it, it's it like you say, it's created by a vet. It's shelf stable, which. Uh, I, I don't get those dog foods that are in the freezer and refrigerator and stuff. That just seems like a lot. Uh, I've got a friend of mine who makes his own cat food, which is weird. 
But uh, it, it's especially weird when you could get it from Sundays. For that's dogs. what I'm saying, right? You know, I mean, he's got cats, so he's weird anyway. But well, he could feed it Sundays for dogs. And feed his cats to Sundays for dogs. It's created by a vet. It's fresh <laughs> dog food. Uh, it's uh, customized for dog size, breed, and activity level. So all he has to do is take a quick quiz and see if it's right for his pup. Yeah, you just go to SundaysForDogs.com. You take the quiz. Uh, best part about all this, uh, well, let me tell you about some of the benefits first. Uh, you're going to get uh, increased excitement uh, from your dog about eating, uh, which my dogs uh, are, are not super excited about eating because I buy them junk, uh, but not anymore. Uh, you'll get better stool, which, you know, if your dogs stay outside all day, that's a big deal. Uh, you'll get more energy out of their, out of your dogs, improve weight, softer coat, just a better life for your dogs. Yeah, if you feed them, this my stuff. dog loves it. Uh, yeah. it's real easy for her to eat. She's, she's an older dog, but it's really easy for her to eat. And she's uh, 104, she's 104. Yes. Right. And, uh, the fact not that in it's dog years, not in dog years, in human years. Yeah. She's yeah. extremely, extremely old. <laughs> and I think it's due to eating Sundays for dogs. Sure. Uh, which the quality ingredients are really good for her health. The, yeah. the crap they put in, you know, a lot of the store brand is stuff junk, is just yeah. junk for them. Yeah. And uh, a lot of filler and stuff like that. It's and like she's, feeding your kid Doritos all day. Yeah, that's you what know? it is. It's uh, like a, a bag of Doritos. That kid's going to stop up at some point. And Sundays for dogs <laughs> is like a, a bag of carrots with... It is. It's like carrots and real meat and things it's just like good that. stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, if you go to sundaysfordogs.com and take that quiz and figure out the right plan for your pup, uh, the best part about that is you can get 35% off your first order if you use the code K-O-T-H, as in King of the Hill. K-O-T-H, and you'll get 35% off your order. Well, 35%, that's, that's a big good. deal. That you know, most play, most of these things you hear is 10%. But uh, for this one, you go to sundaysfordogs.com, enter K-O-T-H as the code, and get 35% off. That's great. Wolf. Watch us fight all through the night, even in the heart of... Uh, and then uh, um, Lou Ann is, is got her feet pretty planted in this uh, Junie Harper world. And she says, Junie Harper says, Hank interrupts her and says, last time I checked, it wasn't Junie Harper's face in the stained glass window at the Arlen well, First, First Methodist. Methodist. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Hank, is, Hank is now talking to Bobby and he's talking to him about how you're going to be too old next Halloween to go out and uh, go trick-or-treating, which is a... Big surprise to Bobby. Yeah, huge one. surprise. Uh, he doesn't. Uh, he he's doesn't, like, what? Yeah, yeah he's not this ready. Is, this is the first time any of. I, I think. Like he, that I think is Hank is aging him up faster than Bobby is really. Like he's not. You know, he's not there yet where the Hank thinks he is. Bobby is that kid that at fifteen comes to my door with a pillowcase and he's put like one mark on his face and he, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's too he's old. got like a couple drops of blood, <laughs> and, yeah, right. corn right. syrup with freaking yeah. red dye yeah. in it. Yeah, he just put absolutely no thought into it. At no. He's just so, there for the candy. Hank's taking Bobby out, and he's telling him, uh, he's basically telling him how to raise hell on Halloween. You know, he's got the eggs, he's got the toilet paper, and he says, you know who can use a little respect right now is Dale, and they're going to toilet paper and egg his house. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, poor Dale, number one, but if anybody deserves it, it's probably him. Probably Dale. Yeah, yeah probably Dale. Uh so now we see, um, well, Hank, by the way, the respect comment is because Hank told him, you know, it's a sign of respect. Yeah, it's a sign of respect to, to, to do that and stuff like yeah. that. And then you hear uh, Junie Harper standing outside hollering for a cat and right. stuff like calling that. Calling for Joshua. And yep. then uh, yep. Hank, Hank and Bobby have this interaction, and it's and then Hank's telling him, you know, 
there's a suddenly reminded of a Bible quote. So they direct their attention instead of them, uh, you know, they were going to attack Dale's house. Now they direct their attention to Junie B. Harper. And he says, well, do unto others. And uh, Bobby, who at this time is showing maturity in in his consciousness, says, I don't know, Dad, uh, this is vandalism. Vandalism isn't cool. And he looks at Bobby. very much like something you would hear in school. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Vandalism isn't cool. And then he goes, Bobby, that attitude is a little immature, which is hilarious (laughs) because he's, you know, just the whole situation. Yeah. And he's like, uh, now, come on. you got to have some back then, son. So shows him how to throw throw the toilet paper and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then Junie Harper is, sees what's going on, and she's like, I'm not afraid of you, Satanist. Come on, boy, I won't be, you know, and all that. And, and uh, Hank is trying to run Bobby out of there because yep. uh, Bobby. They're the, both running. What's funny to me is the first thing that Bobby says is, it's the fuzz. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like he's been watching too many TV shows or something. It's the so, fuzz. Yeah, so after. on this on this part here too. So she jumps in her car and when she's screaming, "I'm not afraid of you, Satanist or whatever." And then she's chasing yeah. him down and she sees Bobby, but she runs oh. over her own cat and doesn't stop. And doesn't stop. Yeah, she backs up over the cat. And yeah. keeps going. So she hits it with the back tire, the front tire, yeah. then pulls out the driveway yeah. and then chases Bobby down. He gets caught on a fence. He does. Hank pulls him over the fence. And then uh, that's when they're talking about ditching the evidence and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, they end up behind the they end up behind the fence. Uh, quick ditch the evidence. And so they chunk it. And this is the part I was talking about with Dale. It hits his house. Yeah, it hits his roof. And as soon as it does, he dives to the floor in his underwear. Well, number one, here's Dale smoking uh, and drinking with no clothes on. Watching the Jeffersons. Yeah, other than his his tidy whities And in the background, you hear... So it's the uh, it's not the Jeffersons it's uh, uh, Sanford and yeah, Son. Yeah, Sanford and Son. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Sanford yeah. and Son. And then you hear this clunk whenever the eggs and the toilet paper here is hit his house, and he just hits the deck. I got one for the fact checker. So Sanford and Son was from a TV show. They got it from England mm-hmm. called Stepford and Son. Yes, absolutely. I'll let him fact check me on that one. So what's funny to me is that he hits the ground. And and he's screaming. Yeah, like he's like he was ever. You know, I wonder if uh, Dale ever saw combat in Desert Storm or something. The reason why he's diving around I like don't this, know, I don't man. think the so. The dude has PTSD, but I think it's yeah. all because he is just so uh, uh, into the conspiracy theories and stuff like I think that. That's what it is. But he's just a nutcase. What's funny to me is not him screaming and hitting the floor. It's when he sees a bug, he screams again. <laughs> There's a yeah. bug on the floor, and that's what he fights. He fights bugs all the time. So next thing we see is we're back at the Hank Hill house and uh, the uh, what I'm assuming is the sheriff. Yeah, county there. sheriff or something, police officer. Yeah, because the guy's got a cowboy hat and a badge and the yeah, whole thing, yeah. right? Uh, and well, some is, some some uh, municipal cops uh, in some areas true, of Texas yeah. have cowboy hats. Yeah, that's true. I know out in uh, West Texas, I, w- I was going to Colorado in 2019. I got pulled over for speeding, and that guy had on a cowboy hat, and he was a city cop from whatever city it was in the oh, middle really? of nowhere. Yeah, it was a speed trap town. Yeah, we got a lot of those around here. Yeah, that's all they are. Uh, so uh, the the sheriff or cop or whatever is is questioning Bobby. He's asking if he paid a little visit to uh, Miss Junie Harper's house tonight. Bobby is real sheepish, you know, trying to look back and forth to his dad and stuff. And his dad, you know, shakes his head and and or nods. And Bobby's yes, sir. 
And so uh, Hank comes to his defense pretty quick. Hank says, does Don't jump all over the boy. The truth is, it's my fault. And then before he could explain anything, Junie B. Harper jumps in and goes, Well, of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah, his antisocial behavior is the result of your whole family's anti Christian values. And that's and what gets Peggy. That's what gets Peggy because, like, Peggy will let you go to a point, but that's once right. you once you mess with her man or her Don't son. Don't mess with her family. And, and that's no. outside of even Luann. Luann doesn't even count in this part of the conversation. Right. If you're messing with Bobby and Hank, it doesn't matter who you you are That's exactly so she right. goes you hold it right there Junie harper you are out of order i go to church too and this kills this is my <laughs> one of my favorite lines of the show i've raffled and bingoed and bake sale my way as close to the good lord as you so don't try to one-up me because i will one-up yours <laughs> <laughs> i will one-up yours and then they do this back and forth between Junie b and him uh and and hank where she goes the complaints to fools will destroy them proverbs get out of my house exodus, exodus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then Hank is putting uh, he's putting Bobby to bed, and he says, "You're just a, a old uh, Halloween hellraiser, hell just like, like your old, just man, like your old yeah. man." And then he has to tell him, "But I'm very disappointed in you," so that Peggy can hear it and know that he has kind of punished Bobby. You see a little bit of a grin go across uh, Bobby's face because he knows uh, he still wants to be like his dad. Yeah, for sure. You know, still wants to do all the things his dad does. Uh, and then we we see it's the next day. This is the 30th. So it's uh, Thursday, October 30th. And Hank and Bobby are driving around, and they see some of the carnage from uh, when they were out to- TPing and, and uh, egging things. Yeah. One of the funniest things is the fact that they smashed a birdhouse. And you see the birdhouse on the ground. There's two birds there. And they're still trying to get into the smashed birdhouse. Yeah, they're still trying to fight their way into it. Yeah. Which I think is very funny. Yeah, that is funny. One of the birds just jams his head right down into the broken birdhouse at this point. But you can see it on Bobby that uh, he goes, I'll never use toilet paper in anger again. But uh, he is a little disappointed in the fact because he's kind of fighting these two things in himself now. You know, do I go yeah. with my dad and be a hellraiser and do all these things, which... When you look back at what Hank did, it wasn't a whole lot of hell raising, but I get it. Uh, and then on the other hand, you've got Junie Harper and you've got the Lord and you've got all of these bad things and you got the sheriff involved or whoever, right? Yeah. And uh, Bobby is really fighting those demons inside him. That's way on him. Luann stops by Bobby's room. Uh, is the next scene we see, and she's concerned about Bobby because she doesn't hear the TV on. Yeah, which is funny. And so Bobby has grounded himself. Yeah, uh, which he man shows a lot about Bobby as a person too. That yeah. he knows he did something bad and he feels bad about it. So that's good that he feels bad about it. Well, he's he's his father's kid, definitely. Yeah, yeah because uh, Hank would do the same thing. He would ground himself from things, probably you know, yeah. keep himself from doing things. I can't use the power tools, that's Peggy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Luann tells him how it's not his fault. It's uh, it's it's uh, Uncle Hank's fault because he's a, he's a Satanist. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so she's I mean, getting either, she's going left field with these it for are sure. Some 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 huge leaps. She's yeah, taking she's here, going out of yeah. the, out of the field. She's with telling it. Bobby that uh, that Uncle Hank is a Satanist and and uh, well, it's funny. This part right here is Bobby. funny with Bobby too. Yeah, because she goes, "Come on, Luann, that's the craziest thing I ever heard." And then she goes, "It's true." And he goes, "Oh, dang!" <laughs> <laughs> like like he, he didn't even he question needed, it. He questioned he it like to, zero convincing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dang. Like, oh, dang. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dang. He does it twice that he says that it kills me. So uh, that's why, you know, she's saying that that's why uh, the devil doesn't want you to know the truth. Uh, so he's working through Uncle Hank, you know, that's why he squashed all her ideas and stuff. And then she starts asking Bobby if he's ever, if Hank has ever made him drink blood. 
He made me eat liver once. He made me eat liver once. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. called a recovered memory. Think, Bobby. What else can you remember? And so the yeah. only thing that Bobby can remember is things that have happened like in the last day. Yeah, that's all you know? it is. Yeah. He's looking back. Where are the vampires at, and monsters and yeah, ghosts? because they're back in Megalomart, and he's talking about vampires and ghosts yeah, and stuff. You're a regular Halloween Hellraiser, just like your old man. Yeah. It's just liver. It's not going to kill you. And then he starts to see this. You know, it's just his dad's oh, head his laughing, dad is... and then his head turns into the devil, and yeah. then boom. Oh, dang. That's one of my... <laughs> Another oh, dang. That is one of my favorite uh, memes whenever you see Hank is the devil, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, be on the lookout. I'm going to post some. So we are back at... Uh, now we're at Arlen City Hall. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Dale, of all people, is up in front of the city council, I guess this is. And he is telling them that uh, the vandalism on his house can only be described as a hate crime. Somebody hates me. Somebody hates me. Let the record me. show that somebody hates Dale Dribble. <laughs> they don't even call him by his right name. That's right. That's right. And then you get, of course, Junie Harper standing up. And uh, she's talking about how her, her her house has been attacked by Satanists. Satanists, yeah. Yep. They want to know if he has any evidence. Uh, and she pulls out her damn dead cat. Yeah, right there in She's the courtroom. She's got a cooler, and she pulls out her Amazing. dead cat and dumps it right on the table. Yeah, which uh, the 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 uh, whole city council and everybody in the room is like, just oh, gasps. my God. Yeah. I mean, who dumps a dead cat? You know, she's doing Junior it just Harper. for... Yeah, she's doing it just for impact. So uh, now we're back at uh, Hank's house, and they have uh, set up a banner uh, for Hank Hell's uh, haunted house. And, uh, again, um, Peggy is a little concerned with, she thinks it's perfect, but she thinks that Hank Heck works a lot better. Just than as Hank well. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Works just as well. She's really worried about the fact that, uh, he's using the word hell. Uh, Luann comes out. She's very excited because Halloween has now been canceled. Uh, she just got off the phone with Junie Harper and uh, she said the city council passed a curfew. curfew. Yeah, they passed a freaking curfew. You know, to me, it sounds a little bit like uh, uh, what do you, martial law. Yeah, martial law. You know, I mean, if There's you're a curfew on Halloween because Satanists ran over Junie B. Harper's cat. Yeah, and Hank is is uh, like, well, what about the trick-or-treaters? And Luann's like, oh, no, there won't be any trick-or-treaters because it, it's been canceled. You said I was wrong, but now everybody agrees with me. And he's like... You don't, not everybody agrees with you. You agree with everybody else. Yeah. That's where we're and at. And he says, you agree with any who says anything. And then Peggy still, and that's why I don't understand, like, yeah. Peggy has stood up for her so hard on this episode, even though there was really no need for it. No, no. Uh, she is standing up for Luann once again. And uh, Hank, Hank tells her, basically, you know, I don't care what anybody says. Tomorrow night, I'm going to show Bobby the true meaning Come of Halloween. Come hell or high water. Yeah. It's a good because, Texas term. Yeah, because uh, Bobby wants him to be at that haunted house. Uh, and the last time he wanted him to be at something so bad. I he woke, woke up, up without, without tonsils. tonsils. And he opens his and mouth then, real wide. Yeah, just to show her. He goes, ah, and opens up his mouth to show her. That and he then she says, this time he may be after your soul. To the <laughs> goddamn Luann. Yeah, she is. Uh, she's bought in pretty hard to this thing. Yeah, she's sold. Bobby says he's scared. Uh, and uh, Luann, of course, is like, I know who can help you, Bobby. They look up at the sky like it's a cross. And you see the, you see the telephone pole looking very much like a cross, like a cross and the, yeah. And the the clouds are starting to part, 
and then it pans down and you Ms. see a Junie picture Harper. of Junie Harper with her Halloween house. Yeah. I mean, her uh, hallelujah house. The hallelujah Halloween house. hallelujah house, I guess. The hallelujah holla bag. Next thing, we are on Halloween night. This is Friday, October 31st, Halloween yep. night, and we're looking down Rainy Street, I'm assuming, and uh, there, is, so. there is just nothing going on. There's a gate that's flopping back and forth, but the lights are all basically off. You see a, a jack-o'-lantern in the, the garbage, and the only thing that's really going on is this Hallelujah house. Now, it may not be on Rainy Street because I'm sure Junie Harper lives on a different street, but it's right around there. Yep. And here's Luann dropping Bobby off at the Hallelujah house. Uh, Bobby's thankful for letting her uh, get a, get him there. And he, you know, he needed to get out because he hears that Satanists sacrifice virgins. And so he and Luann have to be very careful. Yeah, then Luann looks very, you know, like, uh, well, maybe one of us here is a virgin. So we both be better careful. Yeah. Uh, so Bobby is heading into this, uh, to this uh, Hallelujah house. We go back to Hank's house, and Hank and Peggy are sitting out. Uh, this is something that I've done many times. You sit out in your driveway and just kind of watch the world go by. They're waiting for kids to show up for this haunted house. And nobody's showing up. He, he can't believe nobody. that it, people are actually sticking with the curfew, which I don't know what town in Texas they're in, but I know as uh, the town that I live in in Texas, if a uh, city government said no Halloween, I think that would cause I think more you'd have people a bigger Halloween. You would yeah. have a bigger mm-hmm. Halloween. Yeah. Somebody would throw an event. There would be like multiple events. I mean, it would just be massive. Yeah. Yeah. Hank is questioning where Bobby's at because he's like, and, and this yeah, he's is, been gone for a this while. It's funny yeah. to me that he's just like, uh, where is everybody? Oh, and where's Bobby? And where the you heck know? is Bobby? He's and still out with the wind. Peggy, yeah. Peggy sent them to the store to get more high, high C. C. Yeah. Because she's over there just stirring the punch for which, nobody. Which for those of you who don't know what high C is, high C is a old fruit punch. I don't think anybody even drinks it anymore. It's like, well, I think they still sell a lot yeah, of high sea, it? but uh, it is. <gasps> oh, it, it is. They do it in the uh, mm-hmm, fountain drinks. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of the fountain drinks. It's okay. like a diabetic coma versus it's just Kool-Aid. sugar water. I mean, it's, it's yeah. Kool-Aid is, is uh, nutritious compared to high sea. Yeah. It's color flavored sugar. Yeah. Water. It's, there's a lot of uh, high fructose corn syrup in there. Yeah. That's probably why it's called high sea. Can't say that twice. Yeah. High corn syrup. So uh, Hank is very concerned and uh, talking about uh, how nobody in that town has any courage to uh celebrate Celebrate halloween Halloween. and while he's saying that dale's looking at him from his living room i guess and he's got a bullhorn he's like hank can you turn off my hose while you're out there (laughs) so now we transition over to the hallelujah house miss uh junie harper is welcoming all of the would have been trick-or-treaters to her house uh she is worried about everybody trying to push their way in because it's so popular uh, you know, the last shall be first and blah, blah, blah. Don't, uh, don't push your way in. We then go into Miss Junie B. Harper's house, which is now the Hallelujah house. First thing we see is uh, a couple in the park. And what I'm guessing is a couple of mannequins that yeah. she's set up in her living room here. She's got a beautiful backdrop of like a park. Well, you thought she, it was mannequins. They look like they're real human beings. They may be real human beings. Looks but, like she got like, it's look like she pet all the ad- weird adults that were in the youth group. It looks like they're all now acting out a bit, you know. The, the only reason I say that they're not, uh, that they're mannequins is they just literally do not they have move no expression the entire or time. Movement. Yeah, they don't move. Yeah. But she and and what is what is amazing to me about this Hallelujah House is how much money this thing must have cost 
because like this whole set oh, it's production this yeah, whole it's set a it's a production is 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 on a spinner she can like move it around like well it's they say a, she's good at litigating so she might have won some, well, some, some, some <laughs> money along the way she might have won a bunch of halloween money yeah. she uh she spins the whole thing around and uh she she talks about before she spins it around she talks about the couple in the park uh they're about to engage in premarital sex yeah and uh that of course is a sin and so she spins it around and now it's the morgue and it's him and her in the morgue and she says i guess the old saying is true sex kills where is that an old saying <laughs> yeah where is that i've never heard of that yeah so she then takes the uh the kids or the attendants to the next room uh now we are in her dining uh, this is room. nuts to me this particular part of the episode <laughs> is nuts so uh they say uh where's grandpa and then because it's a family a sitting a, down at, at dinner yeah family sitting yeah. down at dinner sorry i forgot to set that part up yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. a family sitting down at dinner and then this dude in a gorilla suit comes out and grabs the uh, baby, which is a, a doll, grabs oh no, the baby. He's eating the baby. Yeah, out of the high chair and starts chewing on it. Because <laughs> our ancestors are monkeys. And well, that, that's. Our ancestors are monkeys and they ate babies. Apparently. Yeah, and then they yeah. said, Stop him. And she goes, Honey, we can't. It's against the law to teach creationism. <laughs> They're just so fed up. And yeah, that's it, ridiculous. You know, yeah, the only funny. thing that's scary about that is the fact that there's a monkey eating a baby. We're well, the back. whole underlying, like the whole underlying theme of uh, the absurdity of religion, I think, is funny. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. In the thing that always kills me is that the themes in these hallelujah houses or whatever you want to call them, scarier. They're not, but they're adult themes. Like yeah. kids, kids aren't, aren't worried about that. Kids aren't thinking about not it. Halloween. You know, like marital sex ending up in the morgue yeah. or a monkey eating a baby. I mean, yeah, that's not a that's, thing. That's far fetched. Yeah, that's not really a thing. So we're back at Hank's house, and uh, Peggy's coming inside, and here's Luann sitting on the couch eating uh, popcorn, and uh, she goes, uh, she asks her where Bobby is. And oh, yeah. Luann's like, and she spews uh, off this scripted, like, well written, well thought out, scripted uh, response. I think, well, I think that it's better for a child to receive wholesome impressions well, from first. She tries to she tries to fool Peggy by oh, saying yeah, yeah, that yeah, Bobby's yeah, yeah. at the gym. He's at the gym. That yeah, is, she starts to act sheepish. I missed that Peggy's part. Peggy's yeah. like, uh, Luann, that's not. <laughs> yeah, he could have said a lot of things, thing. but that was the wrong one. That's right. He ain't at the. He ain't it's at like the gym. she wanted to have to tell her where he was at. Yeah. yeah. And then she tells her that uh, he is at Junie's Harper's. And again, like you said, yeah. she starts she, she starts, starts spouting, spouting off. Well, off. I think that it's better for a child to receive wholesome impressions from established religious authorities than participate in rituals that are conducted by people who don't know they are pawns of the devil. This is not Luann speaking. And it's not Luann speaking no. because Luann probably doesn't, she probably couldn't spell half that sentence, That's let right. alone build. <laughs> she could not build that sentence with that many words and that much thought into it. So this really pisses Peggy oh. off. And this goes back to what I said earlier, where when you're messing with hank and bobby it doesn't matter who yep. you are yep. luann included in that it doesn't matter who you are so she goes little missy you hold it right there i've had it up to here with your baloney i love that i've taken you yeah i like that too yeah. yes very wholesome uh -huh. southern term yeah. yeah i have taken you into my home i have sheltered and fed you if you step between my husband and his son i will cast you out like yesterday's garbage <laughs> like yesterday's garbage she goes from now on you leave the parenting to us we get a magazine we get a about magazine about, about it. it that's right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, it is. It is amazing when Peggy gets all worked up. No, that's great. <laughs> I just yeah. love it. Yeah. 
All right, so we are uh, back outside now, and, and Becky knows she's got to break some bad news to Hank uh, about Bobby being at Lou Ann Harper's house, or not Lou Ann Harper, at uh, Junie Harper's house. And so, of course, the best way to break any bad news to Hank is to bring him a cold beer. Uh, she hands the cold beer to Hank, and then she tells him where Bobby is. Uh, in any other show of any other time, somebody would have done a spit take here. Oh yeah, they would have spit it all out, but yes. uh, he would. You know, it's it's cold Alamo. Why would you spit it out? Right, it's cold Alamo. You almost. He goes. I've you know, I came very close, very close to, to spitting, spitting out, out my beer. beer. Yeah, it's not even. It's not even spitting out my beer. It's just spitting out beer. Beer. Like it's it's this golden elixir that just you can't, can't spit be, it out. Yeah, you can't yeah, hit yeah. the ground. No, you no, know, I've no, seen no. that before. Uh, coming from a family of a lot of alcoholics, <laughs> I've seen them have the cup full of beer and stumble for fifteen minutes. Yeah. Like across the yard, but never spill a drop. Oh, yeah. And I've always, yeah. always told that the arm is the best shock absorber in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Hank gets very upset when he hears this news. Uh, you know, they wrecked his haunted house. They outlawed my trick-or-treating, and now they want to brainwash my boy. It's time for somebody, somebody to, to do, do something. something. Yeah. Peggy is very concerned that Hank might go to jail once she sees him back in his tiny little devil costume going out into the neighborhood. Yeah, and in his noble pursuit, he says, I knew the risks when I put on the uniform, like Batman or something. Yeah, Yeah. I was born in the darkness, Peggy. (laughs) I was created by this. Uh, So Hank is, uh, he is going to save this town and uh, bring back some common sense. And so he puts on the smallest devil costume ever made. And goes out. Puts on his devil costume from the childhood, (laughs) which is hilarious. (laughs) And he goes out into the street and just starts repeating trick or treat. And if you're wearing clothes that are too tight and your balls start to sweat, use ballsy. (laughs) Ballsy. (laughs) That's right. Uh, so this trick or treat thing, uh, Hank is, is, he's, he's on a mission at this point. Yeah. Yeah. He's on so his he's marching up and down the, uh, uh, the, the streets and he's just screaming trick or treat. Uh, and you start seeing his neighbors, you know, peeking out the door, looking out the windows, all of that stuff. Here comes Boomhauer. And uh, he's. <laughs> oh, this is funny. I don't need no dango costume, man. I could be a dango mom because I'm trying to get out of this box. <laughs> <laughs> he starts doing the mind movements. He does the tug of war and the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, so I said playing tug of war, man. Now you yeah. got Hank and you got Boomhauer out there trudging along. And then here get, comes Bill. Here comes Bill. Here comes a ghost. <laughs> yeah, and then he steps and trips over it and rips a hole in it. And then he the, says, Toga! And then pulls the one, his arm out of it. <laughs> the one thing nice is that, that Bill's ghost at least is all white. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he and does then, uh, he does step on it pretty quickly and turn it into a toga. Rips it up. Yeah. And then my next favorite, this is my favorite, this is my next favorite part of this uh, <laughs> this show, this episode. Uh, we get Dale now, so Dale pops up. So now you got Dale, and they have all four of them together, and then Dale jumps up, and he's like in this like suit, and he goes, I'm a high-priced Washington lobbyist. He's been lobbyist. prepared for this. <laughs> yeah, he was this ready. Thing. Yeah. I'm a high-priced Washington lobbyist. Peddling influ- some influence. Yeah. Peddling influence. Want Who wants candy? candy? <laughs> Yeah, so now we got the whole crew. They are out there uh, marching up and down, uh, trying to get Halloween restarted. And uh, they're doing a pretty damn good job of it, to and be then, honest with you. Boom, Luann pops up. Yep. And she's in a red shirt tied up like a crop top. 
And then she's got her hair a devil. I guess because her hair was up like horns. So when she did her hair, she kind of reminded me of like a Loki or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So she comes out dressed like a devil or or whatever it is that she's dressed as, and then uh, she goes. uh, She says it through tears. Trick or treat, smell my feet. And uh, (laughs) the last part, give me something. Yeah, she's just so upset. Blubbered it out, but she knows. I mean, it's all good fun, and now she's out there to support her uncle and everybody else and so they're marching and here come all the other neighbors out and and they're all gonna go to uh junie harper's house now and take care of this thing we go back to junie harper's house and uh they're at the end of the hallelujah house tour yeah and then you've got like all of these kids kids. at tables with these adults talking it's like they're trying to buy cars you yeah. know, because uh, you've got these these uh, older guys on there, and they're like, "What's it going to really take weird. to get you into this holiday or yeah, this yeah, Hallelujah yeah, House tonight?" Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> so you get this. He goes, "Okay, Susie, what's going to take you to join the Hallelujah Club?" And then it goes to the next table, and it's this guy looking at him. He looks kind of rough. You know, the guy <laughs> looks kind of rough. He's like, "You took the brownie. I didn't make you take the brownie. <laughs> I didn't make you take the brownie. Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Uh, Bobby finally signs on the line of the little certificate that says he's part of the uh, Hallelujah Club. Uh, and then Bobby's only concern is, can he have another brownie? Yeah, that's all he asks about. And then again, Bobby is young and impressionable, too. And uh, I don't think he's as dumb as Luann is. But if there's food involved, oh, I think there's a haze. That is going to trip th- up Bobby. Yeah, I think there's a haze. You, so you Bobby's a, in a brownie, like a brownie stupor right now. Only you thinking throw about a more fruit chocolate. pie or anything oh, with fruit any kind pie, of He would have signed three of them. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's ready to go. But uh, they end up reaching uh, Miss Harper's house, and uh, they knock on the door, and she's going to go handle it. Uh, they're screaming trick-or-treat again, and, and Bobby's behind her, and he's like, go away, Satan. Yeah. And and Hank, of course, is like, Bobby, it's just a costume. costume yeah. You know, uh, Ms. Harper is, is griping about the fact that there's a curfew in effect, Mr. Hill, but I guess you have no respect for man's law either uh, because she's she's referring to the fact that he has no respect for God's law. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, Hank goes into telling Bobby how he really wants to spend time with him. Let's go trick or treating, uh, and uh, yeah, this we get get back into the morality. We stuff, do. The, we get back the, into the morality, son. And so he he talks about. I just wanted to. I'm not going to force you to choose, Bobby. I just wanted to spend Halloween with my son, but I guess I can't do that this year. It just tears, tears my, my heart, heart out. out. Yeah. And then here goes Hank, and he pulls out pulls this, out this, this rubber heart. heart. Yeah. yeah, Junie Harper. It's Junie. Yeah, she uh, she she is is just livid about the fact that Hank does that. What do you think you're doing? And then he goes and grabs his he, face he and he pulls goes an eyeball boom, out, just yeah, keeping yeah, an eye yeah, out yeah. for my son. Oh yeah. mercy, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, she doesn't want him to encourage the monster and all this stuff. Yeah, this is vile. Come on, Bobby. Yeah. Halloween is just no fun without you. His dad tells him. Yeah, and and she tells him that basically if he leaves now, he's going to lose the keys to the, the kingdom. The key to the kingdom. Yeah. Whatever I've, the hell that's supposed I've to be. I've heard that a, a thousand times. I've heard life. it a thousand times, but oh. no matter how many times it was explained to me, I never understood it. I felt like I felt like I was Mario looking for a key to save the princess or something yeah. when they would tell me that. I would be like, yeah. well, where's the key? Like, it's a is there thing, a physical man. key? I Being in church as much as I was when I was a kid, I've heard that a million, million times. Uh, and so Hank is just like, come on, son, let's go get some candy. And Harper is like, you're going to go to hell. Um, and 
and Hank is like, "Will you get candy?" And so again, Bobby is right there in the middle, and he's really struggling with this with this thing here. He doesn't know whether to go with candy, the devil, or heaven and the angel. But yeah, no, no candy. So again, this is also one of those uh, like uh, it's kind of reminiscent of a conscious with the yeah. the devil on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, and it the, absolutely. The angel is, on your you've shoulder. Literally got one dressed like an angel, yeah, and one, one dressed like, like a, a devil. devil. Yeah, and Bobby's just like, okay, stop it. I, I don't care about candy. I just, just want to be, be with, with my, my dad. dad. Yeah. And so they finally end up going off, and uh, Harper is, is so upset. She's like, uh, fine, you go on. There's more room in heaven for me, uh, which is is basically the way that all these things always shake out. Yeah. Um, if they don't get their way or they're – They scream at you and yeah. you're the devil. Yeah. Uh, and so Hank Thou shalt not him, cast judgment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't. They don't read that part. <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, he tells Bobby that we got to go home and scare up a costume for him. And you basically got the entire neighborhood now, and they're all yeah, dressed they're all up, dressed they're up. All Everybody's having a good you. time. And then I don't. But here's here's my issue. Okay, whose house are they getting candy from if the whole neighborhood is out? I think that. It would be well, yeah. Who? Because it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's I, nobody left to give. I out guess candy. there's just buckets on the front porch of candy. Man, yeah. I guess it's one of those take one buckets. And this is a real sweet scene with uh, Bobby and his dad. So they're walking away, and he goes, "Hey, Dad, I was just kidding before. I care about candy. I care a lot. I care a, a lot. lot. Yeah, <laughs> I care a lot. We get our credits, and um, we get the happy uh, Halloween, everyone. Yeah, happy Halloween, boom, everybody. man. So yeah, hallo- happy Halloween on June first. That's right. <laughs> happy Halloween on June first, twenty twenty two. Yeah, man, this is a this is a wonderful episode. Uh, it again is is wrapped in that uh, family love and and uh, father son bond yep. kind of thing, and and even you get you get even some some motherly love with Peggy, um, even defending Bobby to Luann, which is which doesn't happen very often. Yeah, but, not very uh, often. Boy, if well, because she does overstep her bounds a lot. Screwed. She does overstep her bounds a lot because she is much older than Bobby. You know, yes. she's at least 10, 10 years older than Bobby. You would assume if Bobby's twelve, she's at least twenty-two, if not older. Actually, she might be in her mid-twenties. They don't ever really discuss her age. I don't think. But uh, she's definitely older than Bobby, no matter how old she is. And she does really put him in some weird predicaments sometimes in these shows. And this is just another example of one of the weird places he ends up hanging out with Luann. I mean, he gets himself into some weird places on his own. He didn't really need her help. <laughs> no, he doesn't need her help getting in trouble. I know that. No, definitely getting no not in at weird all. Places. The boy, is, boy ain't right. The boy ain't right. The boy ain't right. From 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. <laughs> Well, man, uh, we are down another episode. Yep, that was season two, episode four. Yep, we're moving on, moving on to episode five next. Yep. Um, you guys, uh, thank you again for joining us. We really appreciate it. And um, uh, thanks again to our facts checker, uh, insert name here. Um, <laughs> we would love for somebody out there to check our facts because we don't always get it right. We just love this show. And uh, we enjoy doing it for you guys and, and hope that you enjoy it as well. Uh, we got a, a lot, a lot of downloads and uh, we, we can't, uh, can't thank you enough for that. Yeah, we appreciate it. So you can find us on social media at B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. There you go. We're there. And uh, you can also check out uh, other shows and us at RogueMediaNetwork.com. And Rusty, until next time, we matanye. We matanye indeed, and uh, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye.
This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.